Welcome back to the Buffalo Wild Wings pregame show. Jack Sedigan here with Javier Valdez, the M Braves' newest first baseman. Javier, appreciate you joining the pregame show. I think it's your second time on here this year, but I appreciate the time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, always glad to uh, lend my time out, talk about the team, talk about what's going on, the latest. So it's okay. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the first base thing right away. You're playing first base for the first time in your career. It's quite the transition going from being a catcher to being a first baseman. What's it been like the first few games? Um, you know, the first game that I actually debuted at first this year, we got rained out in right. the first. So I got wasn't really a, a good example. But uh, then the next time, I actually went the whole game without getting a ground ball either. So... Pretty much, I was just waiting the whole time for that first play because I felt like once I got out, that one out of the way, things were gonna get easier. But I mean, it's just like uh, in the sense, in a sense, it's almost just like catching, right? Like they want me to use my hands to stop the ball and keep it in front. So, I mean, I'm a little rusty. I played it a little in college, but I'm gonna do whatever it takes to keep that ball in front, whether it's uh, chesting it up or dropping down, using the catcher in me to keep it in front, but. That's the only goal they gave me. They said, try not to be in no man's land and just stop the ball at whatever cost. So. What was it like when you got those first few grounders? Because I know the first four or five you got, two or three of them were pretty hard hit balls. Um, so when I, when the first actual ground ball I got that was my first play, I think was like a little one hopper yeah. as I was playing in. But then Peters from Montgomery hit a top spinner with some authority and I... <laughs> I didn't know what to do, so I kind of just got in front of it and hit me in the chest. That one stung a little, but you know, I'm just kind of working around getting my feet under me over there, trying to play into the good hop. I no longer am just standing in a position and stopping the ball. Now I got to kind of move around and work a better angle. So that's probably the only part that is going to take me a little bit to get used to. What's the difference in the dynamic working with the infielders at first base rather than being behind the plate communicating with those guys? Well, um, I'm glad you asked that because somebody told me a long time ago when I started catching that the catcher was the only person that got to see everything unfold in front of them. So now that I'm only able to see what's happening directly in front of me or just on the infield, it's a little weird because yeah. like, I feel like I have no control of what happens next or whatnot, even though I didn't have any control back here. But behind the dish, I could at least see it, know where to move a guy, know what was going to happen next. Now I'm kind of just thinking on my feet, yeah. trying to stay in the play, back up wherever I need to. That's going to be an adjustment for me as well. Have there been any guys that have given you good advice or been big help in on the infield? Yeah, uh, Potts actually, for example, he, he uh, our first basements, and then pretty much whenever we ask any team, we play any team, I'll like talk to their first basements yeah. and stuff, trying to get a feel because, you know, the last thing that I want to do is get become a robot in the sense that we have these cards we follow and stuff that will set you up. But I also would like to just kind of feel the game, see what kind of swings guys are taking. So. Potts does a pretty good job of explaining to me more or less where I should be depending on the hitter. And uh, a lot of the work that's being done is pretty much how to like straddle the bag for the play because the last thing I want to do is lose an ankle because I wasn't positioned properly. So they've been good help, man. I can't ask for too much out of them. At the same time as well, you're also still having to catch a little bit. You caught in the bullpen today. Uh, every once in a while, you got to lend that catching glove as well. You know, it's one thing that... Uh, that I can now say like I have in my back pocket, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, this isn't the end for me behind the play. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I think uh, as far as what it's done for my mental capability and able to like move on and just feel a little bit lighter, I think it was the right decision. I'm not against anything that our coaching staff promotes. I trust them. So 
Uh, I'll still help out whenever I have to. Like, for example, right now, we only have one guy who's up and running. So I have to fill in where they need me. And it at least keeps me in the loop, which I like. It's something that, that I was valued for my whole career as a catcher. So now if I can just be a helping hand in the bullpen, it's almost like having a bullpen coach in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, another thing that I want to talk to you about is the bat. Every hitter will go through hot streaks and cold th- cold streaks throughout the season. But for you, uh, when you are having those times where you're not hitting exactly the way you like, how do you work through those moments? Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm not the, the easiest head, head case out there. You know, I definitely get frustrated and stuff. But uh, as a matter of fact, I think I spent a lot of time just looking in the wrong areas. You know, when somebody starts struggling, the first thing that we all want to do is start changing everything that, that we've done that got us a success. So uh, actually yesterday, which seemed a little late in the year, but I'm glad it came at some point, was the first time that I was able to notice something like in my swing on video and in play. So today in the cage, I felt like I actually made some strides, feel better about it. And I think uh, we're going to be fine moving forward. But as far as handling it goes, man, I mean, everybody's different. In my opinion, I feel like there's not much you can do, right? I mean, sure. we've chose the one sport that even if you do everything good, there's eight guys in behind like when you hit it. So yeah. just try to, you know, keep my head up. I'm not saying I'm not allowed to get upset, but sure. it's not the end of the world. There, if there's one thing I've learned this year is that there's other things that are happening around in my life that I don't want to miss out because I'm upset that I had a bad game, right? Like there's other stuff, like there's family, there's these relationships with some of these guys that I've made on this team that now will go six months without seeing each other. And the last thing I want to do is not get, you know, not hang out, not talk because I went over four and I mean, at the end of the day, I have another game tomorrow. So I'm, I think I'm doing a better job. I'm not perfect. Nobody is. But just trying to keep a level head is the only advice that I can give. Yeah, and I, I think it's important that you mention that as well because everybody knows you're a competitive guy, you're a fiery guy. How do you balance that? Because you need that edge when yeah. you're playing, but you also need at times to have that mental stability. How do you balance that? Well, I don't have the answer to that because if I did, I wouldn't be getting upset. But if there's one common denominator from like the guys that I hear speak about it or like guys who are good baseball players that have – they all sound like they're along the same lines. And, and their whole theory is, why am I going to freak out over one bad game when I know I'm good enough to come back tomorrow and have a good game? So it's like, that's one thing that I try to learn from these guys, like especially guys like Waddell, Vaughn, Mike. Like Those are all my guys that we still talk on a yeah. daily basis. And like the one thing that they all have in common is you'll never be able to know, tell if they went 0 for 4 or 4 for 4. Like they have this ability to forget about what just happened and look forward for the next time. So that's the one thing I try to model my game after from them at least, like trying to keep that level mind the whole time, regardless of 4 for 4 or 0 for 4. I mean, yeah. it's baseball. Like my background on my phone actually is a tweet of a two-day stat line from Vlad Jr. where he went 4 for 4 with three home runs and then the next night 0 for 4 with 4 Ks. So, I mean, if he's doing it, why am I not allowed to do it? You know what I'm saying? So, Yeah, I think that's a good point. And one more question I have for you before we wrap things up. Talking to Javier Valdez, uh, Braves infielder making the transition to first base recently. My last question for you, Javi, uh, this team has been sliding a little bit since the All-Star break, but a big walk-off win to open the series against Rocket City last night. How important was that? You know, there's something about it where uh, it's August. You know, the bodies are tired, the, menta- the mentals are tired. So 
we're kind of just trying to come out here, grind it out day by day. And, you know, it'll get a little tough when we're doing all the right things and we're not getting the result we want. So seeing us pull out that big win yesterday on a day where, let's be honest, nobody wants to play 15, 16 innings in ever in a day. So like being able to stay locked in, do the things we have to when we needed to to win. I mean, hopefully that gives us a little momentum moving forward and we can just at the very least finish the season strong. Right? Nobody wants to go home. Uh, regardless of where you're at individually in your year, and on top of that, feel like wow, our team was not didn't finish on a good note. So, you know, we still got plenty of baseball to at least get something going, feel good about what we've done, and uh, go into the off season on a positive mindset. So, I think this momentum right here, you know, we got a couple guys now that are high energy guys, which is uh, honestly what we needed at this stage of the year because everybody's a little down, retired. So adding of fuentes brooks waldrip who's anytime you got a new guy a rookie you got it's just energy for the team to try to tease him or whatnot so i think right now we're in a good headspace in there and hopefully it'll translate to the field javier i really appreciate the time thank you absolutely thank you that's javier valdez on the buffalo wildings pregame show we'll be right back in a moment